Yo, what's going on? I'm trying something different today. <laughs> I tried to come in to a round of applause because I always mess up kind of the intro sequence in terms of timing. So I thought I'd do something a little bit different, but it is one o'clock here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another a live stream. Today is Tuesday, July 12th, 2022. And uh, yeah, we're normally Tuesdays are our trivia Tuesday kind of thing, but this week's gonna be a little bit unusual. I'm heading out to Eugene for the world championships on Thursday. So it's gonna be a little bit of a condensed week. We'll have a, we did a live stream yesterday. We'll have one today and then tomorrow. And then I'll be out and about and I'll go, I just got my kind of finalized schedule for my time out there. A6 is gonna be singing me out there. We're gonna be doing a ton of group runs, basically something every day. We'll go for it, go over it in a little bit more detail in just a sec. But um, the first thing I wanna do is welcome everyone who's listening in on the audio only version. If you're out there for a run, hopefully you're having a great run out there today. Today's run, yesterday we were talking about going to Moraine Hills, Moraine State Park. I went there today, but the park doesn't open until eight and there's a gate, a locked gate. So I couldn't go in there today. So I had to do something else um, Went on a slightly different route. And it got me running through like downtown Crystal Lake. And I was like, there's like bike trails, but they had to connect in kind of weird ways. So I was on the road a little bit, running through a construction zone, but I got it done. Hopefully your run is a little bit smoother than mine. At least the weather was nice today. Everyone watching this on YouTube later, not live, welcome to you guys as well. Hopefully you're at a relaxing point in your day. Maybe you're putting some dishes away after dinner. Maybe we're doing some laundry. Hopefully all that is going well. All right, let's see who we got in the chat here. We got. Frank, who says hello, and that the endorphin speeds are on sale for $80 from Saucony. That is an amazing price. What I always tell people is if you're looking to not spend full retail for this year's latest and greatest shoes, rather than going down a tier of shoe, get a last year's. Some years, you know, there's a big difference between like last year's and this year's shoe. Some years there isn't. So for the endorphin speed two, I mean, I haven't tried the speed three yet but the endorphin speed two was really good. And at $80, that's a great price. All right, JC says, how do y'all miss the triumphant turn of the live stream? Hope you're all well. Well, good to see you here though. And Luis says, yo, what's going on? And uh, Vincent says, what's up? Brutus said, I finally made it. Thanks for uh, stopping by Brutus. And uh, if anyone's new here, or if you came here with a running question, put like some emojis in front of it so I could see it really quick. Uh, and let me know if you came here with something that you'd like to have answered. I want to make sure you get that answer before you head out. So welcome to you guys as well. All right. Let's see who else we got here. We got Sean says, hey, everyone. He's waving because he's on the Peloton again today and giving the angry hamstring, angry hamstring another day to rest. Well, I mean, Sean, you just ran a marathon. So I feel like, you know, um, right. You just ran a marathon. Yeah. So you got to you got to take it easy. No, no rush. No rush. Um, especially if your hamstrings acting up on you. Kit says, yo, Kopuzu, what's going on? What's going on, Kit? Good to see you. Stevie76 says, yo, what's going on as well? Uh, Mark Soundcheck says, hey, Mike and everyone. Great to be back at the live stream. Usually I can't watch you to work, but happy to be here today. Well, we're glad to have you here today, Mark. So awesome. Thomas Wen says, hey, Cohen Run family. Back from Salem, Massachusetts. Just received a new pair of Brooks Caldera 6. I can't wait to try them. That's the new one this year, right? Super tall, super thick stack height, nitro foam. That looks nice. I think I might have to try that one. Sober Gummy says, I just registered for the Tracksmith Twilight 5K here in DC. Are you gonna go to either of the Chicago meets? 
Oh man, that looks so good. I just saw some images from the Boston Twilight. So for these guys that don't know, use guys, for, for those of you guys who don't know, um, Tractum is putting on a series of 5,000 meter, I think they're 5,000 meter races. I think they're at, on the track. So they're doing a series of them all over the country, like LA, DC, Boston, Chicago. Um, I think there's ones in New York as well. And they're hosting these events so people can show up, run a fast time in the summer and just have a good time. And um, there's two of them in Chicago. And I'm not going to be in town. I think the one in Chicago, the first, there's two. Uh, well, I think kind of like one to set your time and then on the second one to see if you can beat it later in the summer. The first one, I think I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in Eugene when the first one hits. And then the second one, I think, is really close to Falmouth Road Race time, like later in August. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be around for that, but I would love to be able to check it out. I just think it's going to be a fun event. Um, I like the way that Tracks for the showing up for the community and putting on events like this. So... If I can make it out, I will. But, you know, I'm also in the suburbs now, too, so it's, like, a little bit harder for me to get to some of these things. But, you know, I'm going to make it a priority to to go to the events that I can go to, even when local isn't quite so easy for me anymore. I mean, the thing is, like, I used to live, like, two, two and a half miles from the first one. I could ran, ran there. But now I'll have to do a little bit of driving, but that's all right. Um... Luis says, uh, Laura Galvan and Patricio will be in Oregon and other Mexican elites. Yeah, I had a chance to meet Laura last December in Texas. Um, so I, it's it'll be interesting. Like, i kind of been in this space a little while now, and I'm starting to meet some more of the pros. Um, I, you know, I'm not like a podcaster that knows, like, all the pros and has interviewed them all and stuff. So I'm still just like that weird dude. You know, it's like I'm still just Kung Fu Panda that's like who let this guy in here a lot of the time but i'm so i could at least be like hey we met before they might not mem remember they probably won't remember but at least i'll be able to say that you know and have that maybe over time they'll they'll start to remember but it'll be good to see hopefully i get to run into her again uh, and i'm just really looking forward to um some of this other schedule that i have going on uh, there's a lot of fun stuff and so um let's start talking about it while uh we're on the subject all right so I'm going to be in Eugene from, I mean, 14th is when I leave Thursday. That's a travel day. And then Wednesday, the 20th is also a travel day. So basically I'll be there doing stuff from the 15th through the 19th. And I have a group run that I'm doing every day. And they're not all like me, like I'm not, I'm not like the, uh, like the feature attraction of, I, I, well, maybe on one or two of them I am, but I, I don't think I'm a feature attraction of any of these runs. But there's are events that I'll be going to, and I'll be doing one basically every morning. The time's going to change when we're up in Eugene. Um, Friday, there's going to be one in the morning. This one's a little bit later of a start, 8.30 in the morning uh, at the ASICS van at Eugene Running Company. So that's going to be there. And then uh, Saturday, that's going to be a really fun one as well. Uh, we're going to leave from the Uplift House, which is a uh, like a, a house that ASICS has like rented out and like redone up. I haven't seen any of the images from that yet. I know they've been working on it for the last couple of months, I think. Um, but that'll be kind of like a home base for me uh, there. That's not where I'm living, but that's where I'll be spending a lot of my time. But that run is going to be in the morning on the 16th um, with Believe in the Run and a new generation track and field. And then somehow me as well in that group. So that'll be a really fun one to do as well. The time on that, I don't remember the time. It's early. Um, 
I think I want to say it's like 6.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock. If you want to try on, it's amazing. You can try on Nova Blast 3s. At least that's what I have in my notes. I can't confirm it yet. I haven't like, I'll have to double check. But in my notes here, it says there'll be Nova Blast 3 and Magic Speed 2 try-ons. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen like a bunch of people try on Nova Blast 3s yet. I haven't seen a bunch of people try on Magic Speed 2s yet. I just got mine in a little while ago. I'm going to be going on a run with them tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. And then that's going to be Saturday. So get there really early if you want to try on some Nova Blast 3s. Sunday is the um, men's marathon. So there's the run that I'll be doing that day is the uh, 5K. You get to run on the course the same time as the elites, but you got to run ahead of them and you can't get lapped. So you got to run within like, a, I think a 5K within 31 minutes. I thought it was 35, but I think they've changed it. They um, made it a little bit more uh, tight. So you got to run a 31 minute 5K or faster in order to participate, but I'll be there. And then I'll be there all, along the route. Um, trying to chase after the men running the marathon. So that'll be an event there. And then, I mean, all these, during all these days, there's other, like, I'll be at the stadium watching um, the events and stuff like that. So I'll be also be around. But in terms of if you want to get together for a run, these are the runs. Um, Monday, the following day, uh, you know, I don't think that I have, let me see here. Do I have a run? I don't think I have a run scheduled uh, on Monday. But that's like the main event that I'm going there for. I'm super excited to see. It's the women's marathon. So I, I just feel like that's going to be such a fun event. And I'm going to definitely try to capture as much footage of that as possible. Although there might be broadcast rules that I have to like adhere to while I'm out there. Um, so we'll have to see exactly how much I can I can show you guys. So that we might be running into some issues. But I'll have to have some conversations with ASICs just to make sure. But I'll be there for that. Um, and that's a day where I'll be getting a tour, not just me. I think I'll probably be going with a bunch of other media people. I'll get a private tour of Hayward Field, um, on Monday. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then Tuesday's my last day in town, 7 a.m. There's going to be a group run. Believe in the run will be there, um, with me. And, um, oh, there'll be a special guest as well for that run. That's going to be leaving out of the ASICs Uplift House. So a lot of the stuff, uh, kind of early in the morning but that also makes room for watching events all afternoon and all evening so that's my schedule i'll put out i mean i started putting some stuff in the my instagram stories um but i will update uh this description once we're done here in terms of where everywhere that i'm going to be so it's going to be whew, it's going to be pretty action-packed i'm going to be so <laughs> going to be so tired uh, by the time we're done but you know what there'll be time to sleep when i get back Martha says, hey, we got cheated. No Nova Blast 3s were available to try in Denver. Yeah, I know, I know. I really wish you guys could have tried them on. But um, there were no, I, I mean, I, I'm surprised that they said that there's going to be Nova Blast 3s at this uh, event with Eugene Running Company. Because, like, I just saw the ASICs people a couple of days ago in San Francisco, Sunday. And they were like, yeah, there's, like, none around. And so, like, I think that, like, everyone's crossing fingers that the shipment is going to be coming in on time to have enough to do a, a, sh a shoe demo. So it should be, it should be um, a little stressful for other people, but, <laughs> but we'll see. Hopefully that, that will come through. Um, mm, let's see. Uh, Andrew says, what shoes does one wear for a 5k on the track? Options uh, are, this is a great question. Are brand new alpha flight next percent? OG Vaporfly next percent with about 100 miles on them. 
and then um, endorphin speed too, or really cheap mid-distance spikes. I might go with, for a 5K on the track, I'd probably go with the uh, next percent. Yeah, no, the, yeah, not the Alpha Flies. I'd probably go with the next percent. 100 miles, yeah, that's still a speedy shoe. I wouldn't pick the endorphin speed too. Well, maybe I would do the mid-distance spikes, but I'm not really fast enough to really require spikes for a 5K. But I think that the next percents would, would definitely work. Which, by the way, um, would be technically illegal to do. I just put out a Primex video today, the 100-mile review of that shoe. And everyone's always like, it's illegal. Why would you ever run in it? So would racing a 5K in Vaporflies because they're too tall for a track race. Um, but I, my understanding is, for USATF purposes, you can qualify for USATF stuff using illegal shoes, but you can't set like world standards using. So like if you wanted to qualify for worlds, for example, or if you wanted to qualify for Olympic standard, then it wouldn't work. But if you're just trying to make the US Olympic trials meet, I think it's okay. I know, Andrew, you're, you're a regular human like I am. So like, it's not a big deal for us. But I think sometimes people get really excited about the illegality of the of shoes but it's not as unusual of a thing for a shoe to be illegal i guess it's kind of weird um and andrew says yeah i am not fast enough to need spikes for a track 5k yeah so i think maybe the spikes might not be it but or flats um let's see um rainrunner says all this asics content makes me want to try the asics again wasn't a fan of the gel nimbus or the cumulus though I mean, um, I thought that the Nimbus was okay in the last couple of years, but it was forgettable because I kept forgetting that I had run in them. I have to like look it up to remember that I had run in them. Um, those latest version, new foams, fantastic. I actually think they're really good. Well, the Nimbus still gave me problems because of the gel in the forefoot. Uh, the Cumulus, though, I feel like is a really good daily trainer. Um, but, you know, there are some people that are just like, I'm, I'm like not going to run in a Cumulus, not going to run in a Nimbus. That's okay. There's still a lot of other great options out there. I would look at the Nimbus Light. I really actually like the Nimbus Light 3. Great shoe to travel in as well. And then, where is my Nimbus Light 3? Well, since we just moved, I'm like, I'm missing like a, maybe like a quarter of my shoes and I like can't find it. I, I'm also missing one Hoka Mach 5. I have the left. I don't know where the right is. <laughs> so I got to find that one. Um, but the Nimbus Light 3 is great. Nova Blast 3 is going to be awesome for you guys too. So like there's other options that I think you can try that I would probably recommend first for most people. Erica Davis says, Hi, I just completed the Oregon Half Ironman in Salem. Awesome. Congratulations. Let's do this one. Good job. Um, and she signed up after following my tri journey last year. I didn't die. I wasn't last. And I smiled the whole time. Hope to say hi. And Eugene, awesome. That's so cool. I hope to see you there too. Um, yeah, I came in last in the swim, so you, you bettered me by a lot. And it was a half Ironman too. So that's like a much longer swim. So a super kudos to you. That's awesome. Great, great work. That's awesome. All right. Mark Soundcheck says, by the way, congrats on the move to Crystal Lake. I did my student teaching at Crystal Lake Central High School back in the day. Awesome town. Live and run in Libertyville now. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. I think that my kids, I don't think that they're going to go to Crystal Lake Central High. I think they're going to go to a different um, high school there's a couple in the area um we're pretty much right on the border of like crystal lake and prairie grove i don't know if you know where that is mark and for the rest of you guys so i think for elementary school they'll be going to that like the, they're even though we're in crystal lake mailing address we're closer to prairie i'm not sure exactly how all that stuff works but 
you know, well, I mean, actually, and I'm also not sure. So um, we'll have to figure all that pretty soon. All right, let me just keep scrolling down. Mm. Oh, and Frank says, in case anyone missed it, Primexes, $105 with the promo code today? What? For $105, that's impulse purchase for a shoe, right? Oh, man. That's amazing price, Frank. Nice. Um, yeah, because I saw some of them, like on Running Warehouse, they didn't have all the sizes, but they had so, a lot of the sizes that they did have. It was on sale for like 155 or something like that, like much cheaper than the full price of the Primax. And I just feel like it's a lot of fun. Um, and I'm definitely going to keep running in that shoe because I'm going to compare it to like, like the Super Comp trainer um, that's coming out. And there's going to be a couple of other really tall shoes that are coming out this year, I think this year, um, that I'm going to want to be able to compare it against. I think that the Primex, at least what I saw as everyone was sharing like images of the Primex 2 on Instagram and stuff, like leaks, but that came out and I think it was just a color update. So like, I don't know if we're not getting a Primex 2 or if they're going the way of the SL20 with the Primex and like they're just going to update it and never call it anything different. I'm not really exactly sure what's happening with that one. So, um, but I have my original Primex, Primex Prime, I guess I'll call it. I'm very, that's a great dad joke. Um, so I'll, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to call it that and I'm going to keep running in that one because it's still really good. Um, speaking of the illegal shoes, uh, where is it? Eric says that illegal usually means fun. Yeah, I guess it does. I guess it does. And that shoe is a lot of fun. Um, and Adam wants to know, doubling down on the, on the, uh, dad jokes, does Amazon have a prime day deal on the Primex? <laughs> I, you know what? It's been a long time since I bought shoes on Amazon and every, and I'm not saying every time, but the couple of times that I've done it, I always get very nervous about it. Cause I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm getting when I buy a shoe on Amazon. And a lot of times it's like, can't find like it's i don't know who's selling on shoes on amazon but it doesn't seem to be like regular retailers it seems to be like resellers not resellers but people that are like people that are doing like the the ross flip like going to ross going to tj maxx buying shoes and trying to flip them there you know that's what it seems to be a lot of on amazon i bought my like first pair of asics in a long time was on amazon it was the dynaflight 2 it actually turned out worked out pretty good yeah. Um, Andrew has a pacing question for the Twilight 5K. He's trying to get under 19 in the 5K. There are an 18 minute and to 18 minute to 19 minute and a 19 to 20 paced heats. Go with the fast heat and hold on and go with the slow heat and kick past the pacer. Hmm. I would say go with the um, faster heat. You're not going to be dead last, you know, because I think a lot of people are going to get in there um, that are running like that are like shooting for 18, but probably are in like 19 to 20 minute fitness, you know? And so like, that's where I might go if you're gonna get under 19. See, if I were to do it, I think that, I mean, I think we're right about the same place. I don't know, that's a close one. Um, I would say go with the 18 to 19 and just try to hold on at the back of the pack. Um, thing being, you got to be real disciplined in the beginning though, because everyone's going to go out hot. So like, that's the only thing if you have, I don't know, I might go with the 19 to 20 because 
I know that I go out too fast, especially if I was going to do something on a track. So I might stay with, go with the 19 minute group. So that way I don't get out too hot. Here's the other thing to keep in mind. Um, meets like this, depending on the weather, you know, if there's a weather issue or depending on how many people go, um, they might have to combine heats or shift heats around. So like just have a plan, but don't be too dead set on it and be ready to be flexible is what I would say. Um, Eric says, isn't Zappos just the shoe sales place for Amazon? Amazon owns, does Amazon own Zappos? I don't think that they do. Do they? I had no idea. And Martha says, I haven't bought shoes on Amazon since my earliest years as a runner. Multiple Brooks, Pure Flow, and Cadence, and the Launch 6. Then discovered this channel. Oh, okay. Ah, all right. I've never run in the Brooks, Pure Flow, the Cadence. I think I've run in a launch before. Interesting. Very cool. And Frank, Frank Lillier says, go with the faster heat. See, I don't know. I'm not, now, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, go with the slower heat. But... Um, just because of the starting issue. But at the same time, like, I think that if I were in a heat like that and I were out front and I was successfully hitting that under 19, I would be terrified. I'd much rather just like focus on the back of another guy's singlet and it'd probably be have a little red and white tag on it because it's a tracksmith event. So I'd just rather just like focus on that and be like, don't let that get too far, you know? So faster heat might be the way to go. Oh, Bob says it's timing on Friday and the heats are already set. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, and the only thing I'm saying, Bob, is that like when I went to the um, trials of miles, the tr track meet um, at Icon Stadium, there was supposed to be um, a bunch of other events and they had to combine them because there was thunderstorms and stuff. And then they were running out of time. So I'm just saying like, you know, it's be, be flex, be prepared to be flexible. Jay says, hold up, are you competing at Worlds? <laughs> yeah, I'm maybe competing for the fastest guy running along a course with a GoPro. <laughs> um, I'm not the famous fastest cameraman, that's for sure. Um, but I might be the fastest guy trying to chase a marathon pack around. <laughs> I might be the only guy. I think there'll be others. Um, but we'll see how it goes there. But yeah, so I'll be, but I will be up at, I'll be up in Eugene. So, yeah. Um... Dad on around says, anyone see the new ad for Brooks Glycerin on YouTube that shows everybody severely heel striking? It's odd. You know what I think is odd? I think I think that's just the way that um, shoe companies like to um, film their shoes and like how that they're trying to convey that a shoe is soft. And the best way to do that is to really compress the heel and then you get that squish of the shoe. Um, I think that that's the why they're doing that. I don't, I don't think that they're saying that the glycerin, I haven't seen the ad, but like, I, I know like the kind of content that you're talking about. Like I see it anytime I see like an Instagram ad with video for a shoe and they're like, why is it, why is, are all the models here heel striking? And they're like, or, or the comments are like, why can't they have the actual pros that are sponsored by this brand in this commercial rather than all these actors who are clearly not like runners. Maybe they run, but they're not like, they're actors first, runners second. You know, why can't they get run runners to do it? You know, so I think that's like a thing. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I just don't feel like that shows up well. I feel like, I don't know. If you can't make the shoe look like it compresses a lot and you want it to look like it compresses a lot, then you got to find a different aspect of the shoe to, to, to show, I guess. But I don't know. 
All right. Uh, Sean Chandler says, how do you record sound when using the 360 cam? Let me tell you what. I detest the sound out of the Insta360 One X2. The first one, the One X Prime or version one, whatever you want to call it, that one actually did a pretty good job. And the thing I liked about it is that it, it did a much better job at isolating each channel. So there was, I think there's more than two microphones on it, but it basically like half one side of the camera came in one channel on like the right hand side, for example, and the other half came in on the left hand side. And if there was wind coming in on the right hand side, you could isolate that, mute it, and then mirror to make it stereo and use the other side, which would have less wind on it because of the square-ish nature of the camera. And hopefully you could have a usable audio signal. Um, the newer one tries to get fancier with its audio and like wind rejection technology. And so it's basically what you get on the one side is the same as what you get on the other. And I can't isolate individual mics and the audio is always just absolute garbage. Like my San Francisco trip, like whenever I'm walking around or talking to the camera in the 360 camera, it there's just so much wind noise, there's so much everything else noise, and it's not capturing what I wanted to capture. So the answer is the 360 camera has its own mics. The problem is on Insta360 1X2, it's terrible. So I think that what I'm gonna do is when I'm going, and I think I'm gonna make a video about like the stuff that I'm packing for Eugene in terms of like, cause I'm, Everything is going to need to be real run and gun. I'm going to have a chance to interview some athletes, but I'm not going to have like a full setup ready. It's going to have to be super fast, like sit down and start talking kind of thing. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to get into any mix zones. I doubt it because I'm not really a journalist. So I won't be able to get mix zones, but I might be able to, you know, ho literally holler at some athletes as they're going by. So like I'll need a variety of things. But um, I think what I'm going to start doing whenever I'm going to try and film and talk with the Insta360 is have an external like lav recorder, lavalier or lav recorder, however you want to say it. Um, I've been using the DJI uh, wireless lav and that system is great. And so I think I'm probably going to start using that and then sync up the video and the audio separately in post. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Mm. Andrew says 100% about the about the One X2 sound issues. It can be cleaned up a little bit in Premiere Pro, but it's much worse than the One X. Exactly, exactly. And so the One X2 has like a voice isolation feature in the um, Insta360 Studio and like the desktop software, but I feel like that is not great. And then when you try to do noise reduction or clean up in uh, Final Cut, it's, it helps but it's also still not great. And like, it goes like in and out in terms of like, it can't ever figure out like what you're doing. And so like the camera just like, I don't know how it decides which audio to emphasize and which audio to de-emphasize and it's just miserable. So yeah, Andrew, like they need to fix that. They need to fix that. Like it's a big step in the wrong direction. So. Mm. Martha says, uh, the ad, uh, talking about dad runner, Al mentioned the Brooks Glycerin ad. Get, Martha says, the ad reminds me of, as it have musicians, quote unquote, holding instruments the wrong way, but they're always good looking and smiling. <laughs> Here's the thing, well, you're a, fl a flautist, so you would know. But if someone held like a flute like the wrong way, I, I probably wouldn't notice. 
Um, like a saxophone, you would notice, but like a clarinet, I probably wouldn't, you know, um, unless I could really see like the reed, you know, but if it was just like a further away shot, I, I wouldn't notice at all, but I'm sure that jumps out to you, but that's pretty funny. I'm going to have to look at that now next time I see like musicians holding instruments. <laughs> um, Daniel Clark says, um, he's a heel striker but he's trying to make more of an effort to land midfoot and forefoot. You know, Daniel, I'd say like, you know, I, I, as someone who is currently tinkering with his own foot strike, I will say, try not to tinker around with your foot strike too much. Um, I feel like your body will figure itself out as you, like your foot strike and your gait, I feel like always are kind of like snapshots, representations of your fitness. Your body has a way of naturally optimizing itself for what it needs to do to get through the activity. And I feel like, you know, like it might be putting the cart before the horse in a way of saying um, to, to tinker around with your, your foot strike. So that's something, just be careful about it. Mm. <laughs> Martha says, oh, but she says that I would definitely notice though if someone was supposed to be playing a flute and they were, had a grin on their face. <laughs> well, I mean like, you know, like maybe it's more of like a jazz ensemble and they're taking a break, you know, they're, it's not, they're, they're resting, they're playing the, the rest measures, you know, I don't know. Dad <laughs> around says the cars for kids is the worst fake musicians. <laughs> I mean, but I don't think that anyone, do did anyone think that they were actually playing though? I don't think that we're supposed to think that they're actually playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, yeah, and Dad Ronald says like, yeah, and I think this is the way to do it too. If you are concerned about it, and I am concerned about it, I think that my weird foot strike is a function of my weak glutes or not properly firing glutes. Um, and so I do stuff like my mobility workout routine, which is all like the weak glutes, I think were also a part of when I had runner's knee. So like I do a mobility routine before my runs to hopefully correct that and get everything kind of firing correctly. And dad runner says, for me, the best way to modify the gait is through proper exercise techniques that address the weak areas. Yeah. And I think that like, if I were more concerned about it, I would do drills before each run too, but uh, that just seems like a lot more work. Sometimes I know I should, but I don't. Uh, Lou Boys wants to know: Are you planning on running the Hoka Half? Uh, I think that the Chicago Half Marathon this year is, is that what you're talking about? Uh, Hoka's the sponsor, title sponsor. I think they were the title sponsor last year too. Um, I'm I'm not signed up for it, but I'm currently planning on it. But I think by September, I gotta reevaluate it a little bit. I'm trying to think of what I want to do. Um, I don't have any trips planned for September, and I feel like. Mm, so far from like, you know, this month and last month, this whole year has been really crazy. But I think from like August all the way to December, it's like one trip a month. And I like that amount. That's a good number of being away from home. December is actually going to be really crazy, really crazy. Um, as busy as I am now, it's going to be awesome. I can't tell you about it all yet, but it's going to be super awesome. Um, but uh, I don't have any trips my first September. So I'm thinking like, well, maybe I should find another town to run in. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. 
Yeah, Martha says, thanks, Co, for corroborating what I just wrote Daniel about being influenced on foot strike. Too much of that. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of people that like look at those things. Yeah, I mean I already explained it, but like I think that there's a lot of people that think about it as like, well, that's how fast people run, so I need to run that way. But I feel like they run that way because they've been working hard. And not that you haven't been working hard, but they've been like working at it for years. They've been running for years with at a high level, you know? So like when you get the fitness, the foot strike tends to fix itself. Like when I go back and even look at some of my videos from just a year and a half ago, uh, two years ago, I, the foot strike is not very different, but for me, noticeably different. So I think it, it'll, it'll, it'll change. Alana, what's that? Yoldersma says, hey Mike, been loving you, all your travel vlogs lately. Any plans to make it out near Sacramento again this year for CIM? Yes. I do have plans. Um, I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna book a hotel. Uh, I got an email saying that CIM is 90% full. And I feel like um, this is the year where it'll sell out early. I mean, it's only July. Usually CIM doesn't sell out until like closer towards like Chicago Marathon, I feel like. And I feel like sometimes people like have a bad Chicago and then sign up for CIM. This year, I think you're gonna have to sign up early. So yeah, but um, yeah, I will. I will be there. I will be there. And we'll do a shakeout run. Um, it'll be it'll be fun. I'll be coming straight from Texas because I'm going to do like the TRE CIM double again. So like that week I'll be in Texas in Austin. Later in the week I'll be in CIM to run a marathon. But um, yeah, I will. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to do a shakeout run. But I think I'm going to. You know, that might be like you know, and a, a time to run fast. So like I'm running. Um, I'll be in like Chicago Marathon, New York Marathon, and then and then um, CIM. And so I feel like Chicago I'm going to be. I think currently the plan is I'm going to pacing my running buddy, um, and then so that's not going to be like a super hard race. If I were going to try to race that for a PR, I'd probably have to get start getting ready soon. Uh, and I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I want more unstructured running. Um, and so I think at some point after Chicago, that's when I'll start really thinking about like hunkering down for CIM. But that that should be a fun a fun day. Um Steven Robertson says, I was working at a sports shop and an advertising firm asked if we could loan them shoes for an ad for a running magazine. That's why they don't use me to do as I have shoes. I did an ad for, for Coca-Cola. Oh, there you go. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. Did you did the did the shoe shop? I don't understand why they they did an ad for a running magazine. I don't understand why the why the advertising firm had to procure the shoes. That seems odd to me. But did they get the shoes? But they, yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Um, yeah. I got an email about doing like a photo shoot. With a, not just me, I think it was like a bunch of people. But I think I'm gonna be out of town the time that that, that goes on. So I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that one. It was for a running magazine and a running brand for leading up to the Chicago Marathon. They wanted to photograph some Chicagoans. But I'm not gonna be in town. And also, I don't know if it was a legit request or not. It was one of those things that you get in your Instagram, you know, DMs. So I'm always like, I don't know, is this legit? I'm not sure. 
Elliot Michael says, I hope to see you at the Hoke Half if you do go. Need a shakeout run event there to meet you. Oh, maybe this year I'll do one if I go. I'm not sure. We'll do it the day before. Maybe I'll, I probably would come down for the... Well, I mean, I could just drive. It's not that far. It's like a, it, well, to get all the way down to where the half marathon starts, you probably be probably have to leave like an hour and a half early. I'm a little bit further out now. But I'll have to keep it in mind. Evangelos Colocotronis. Colocotronis says, Hey, Cozy, any plans to come to Canada? Maybe participate in the Montreal Marathon in September? Oh, well, September. I can't do another marathon. I already have three more marathons I'm doing this year. Um, but yeah, I, you know, not any immediate plans. My wife and I really want to go to Toronto just to visit. We think we would like it there. It's just been on our list of places that are like not too far, but far enough away. It'd be fun, like long weekend without the kids to go. I really want to go. And Eric says, man, I need to get back to Chicago. Just not sure when it'll happen. Maybe get squeezing something in October or looking at the calendar. And Adam's saying the travel race for September, Hooker Crook 12K in Highlands. It's a master's championship. I, that's actually a really good idea, Adam. Uh, maybe I'll do that one. Um, here's the thing though, uh, that area, I mean, it's by the beach, it's on Sandy Hook. It's always windy. So just be, be aware of that, um, as that's going to happen. But yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that instead of the half marathon. I don't know. Uh, it'd be a good excuse to go back home, see my parents. And then, yeah, I think they're going to come out in August they want to see the ho the new house, and then maybe I'll go see them in September. Then, so I think here we go. Here we go. Mm. Brendan says, "Come on out to Halifax for some hilly marathons. You'd love it. I promise." No, no, that's what people say when they try to get you to run a hilly marathon that you're going to enjoy it, or that it's not that bad, or it's rolling, you know. But um, no, I don't want to. I don't really like hilly marathons. Um, although there's some hills around here where I live, so I feel like I'm going to be better prepared for hilly stuff in the future. Um, also, there's actually stairs in this house now, so I'm like doing way more legwork than I used to because I used to just live in an elevator building. Now, I got like if I got to go from here in the basement upstairs, that's two flights of stairs. That's way more flights of stairs than I normally do in a day. <laughs> and if I do that multiple times, that's a workout. I feel like <laughs> that's a lot of work for me maybe i will be ready for some hills um shannon says chicago cim co was the third marathon this year you know i i i've been talking about it like you guys know but um i i mean i, I think i i don't they haven't told me i can announce it yet but i'll just tell you guys but i'm gonna be running new york so i got contacted by a pr company that's working with new balance and they're looking for some people to uh hit the streets of new york and so I think they're going to be sending me some shoes and stuff soon, some gear. There'll be some training content uh, leading up to the New York Marathon. So I'm pretty excited about that. So I'll be there in New York. We'll do some. I mean, I was going to go to New York anyway um, without a bib uh, and just hang out like I did last year. And uh, who I forget who I was talking to about it. I think I was talking to Dez at DezFit that, like, when I make a video, if I'm in the race, It'll get maybe like twenty to thirty thousand views. If I'm not in the race, 
if I don't show my face in it or show my face very little, then I can get like 100,000 views on a race. So my last year's New York Marathon video has like 100,000 views on it, which is some of the best performing videos that I have. For me to hit more than like 30 to 40,000 views on any video, a single video is a lot for me. And so like the New York Marathon video, cause it had Molly, it had Tommy, Tommy uh, yeah, not Tommy Runs, Tommy Ribs. Um, Ashton Mateo made a, a, a cameo appearance, Kyle McHugh, um, Chris Chavez was in there, uh, Tim Rossi. So there's just like a bunch of people. Um, and it was the New York Marathon to boot, you know? And so like that one had a lot of views, but like my Chicago Marathon video is like 30,000. <laughs> so it's like the less I put of me, the better the video does. So, you know, it's gonna affect the channel negatively if I run the New York Marathon rather than film it, but I think that'll be, it'll be okay. It'll be worth it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Daniel Clark says, hey, what's up, Daniel? He says, also running New York City, see you in November. Awesome. And Shannon says, woohoo, so fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Sue Ann says, that's awesome, Co. Um, Jody's here. What's going on, Jody? And Eric Trapp says, nice. And Alana says, congrats. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about it. Um, one horse per hour says, and so then do you have to run New York in New Balances? Um, I mean, that kind of, like, if they're inviting you to go on their bib, you know, they'd be, yeah, kind of a prerequisite there um, that you would do that. So, you know, I haven't run in the, I haven't seen, like, I don't know if I would do, like, the SC Trainer. So it's not the RC Elite 3, it's the SC Elite 3. Even though it's went from RC to SC, they're still making it the, the, the third race shoe. So it'd be the SC Elite 3. So I'll probably run in that one. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't tried it on yet. Um, but if it's an improvement over the RC Elite 2, which I ran CIM in last year, I think that that'll be pretty cool. Or then there's like the SC Trainer. Um, I think they're not calling it the SC Elite. They're calling it the SC Comp and the SC Trainer. Um, I think that's the nomenclature. So probably one of those two shoes. And she says, hope to see you in New York. Yeah, we'll definitely do like a, do a shakeout of some sort. I don't know like what my like media like obligations, if you want to put it that way, are going to be with New Balance while I'm out there. If I'll get to like you know, interview some New Balance people or what other kind of events they might have planned. But, you know, at some point we'll, you know, I'll have to go get a bib and I'll have to do a shakeout. So you know, hopefully we can all get together. Louis says, if you show your face, I'll still watch the video. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah. Uh, and Martha says, you know, I think that the it's a comparable ra rarity of the videos you post of big events that you don't participate in. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think that too, but I also think it's kind of a funny, cheeky way of saying it is that like, People prefer it when I'm not in the video. I think that's just a funny kind of joke, you know. <laughs> um, all right. Adam says that there is a big running event starting Friday that's not in Eugene. It's the Hard Rock 100. I saw that um, Dylan Bowman just posted a video of his last year's race um, on Free Trail. On the free, I think it's on the Free Trail YouTube channel. I haven't had a chance to watch that one yet, but yeah. That's pretty exciting. Like that's an event that like, I'd like to go, that's an event I'll watch. I'm not gonna do that one. Although Doozer's like, you should do it. And I'm like, ah, that's easier, that's easy for you to say. 
Yeah. Um, but that's an event that I would like to cover. That and like Led and or Leadville, one of the two. I think I would have such a hard time just at the altitude. Mm. Yeah, Greg says, I'm really looking forward to New York City this fall, but a little worried about the bridges. Same. Same, Greg. I hear you. I hear you. But now I feel like there's some pretty like short, punchy hills here that I feel like I could do some some work on. So, yeah. Um, and Greg, he says also that he's excited for the New Balance Super Comp line. I, I am too. So like, um, I'm, I'm excited for that. I haven't seen anyone. I, I've heard some people tell me about their experiences with the Super Comp Trainer. Um, I won't share those with you guys because I like I'll share my experiences once I do ever get a chance to run in them. I don't know when they're going to come out, but I feel like a lot of the shoes are still not yet released for this year because of supply chain, basically. So, um, I think anyway. So we'll we'll see. Hopefully, I'll get that soon. Mm. All right, let's do a couple more. Um, Eric says, "Where I go." Can't wait to watch the Killian versus Francois duel. Others too, but those two, oof. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be hard for me to follow it this year, I think. I think I'm going to be so, I'm going to just be immersed in Eugene stuff. And I think I'm going to have a hard time just keeping up with Eugene and Eugene. So, like, you know, I'll have to watch all the videos about it later, I think. Oh, okay. Devin Patterson says August 7th for the SC Trainer. Okay. So, well, that'll be in time for New York for me. Mm, and Eric says he's also hoping that Courtney Dalter has a better Hard Rock experience this weekend. It always seems to me like with Courtney, she either has a fantastic race or like stomach issues. It's like, I mean, I guess like for her Colorado FKT, that one was like some sort of like insane, intense pneumonia that got her. But usually for her, it's either like she wins or she's throwing up. Like one of the two, right? Um, one horsepower says there's no Walmsley, but both Curry brothers are in Hard Rock. Yeah, isn't that crazy that there's two? It's like the Demores too. There's two brothers that are like running at an excellent level. I just think that that's like really unusual. And with the Curry brothers, like they're both such excellent runners. They're brothers. I mean, I guess I guess it makes sense because like from a genetic standpoint, but it's just like. Mm, same family, so much talent, you know. Mm, Eric says, anyone been planning on doing the Tracksmith Twilight 5000 series of races? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit earlier, Eric. Um, I think there's a couple people here that are going to do it. Some people did are doing the one in D.C., I think we talked about earlier. Um, I was talking about how I saw the one, some footage from the one in, I think there was one in Boston, or maybe I have those cities reversed. But um, Eric wants to know if I'm going to do the one in August. I think, I don't know if the dates work for me on that one. I have, um, oh, you know what? I do have actually two trips in August. Now that I think about it, I just added one. That'll be a fun surprise for you guys. I'm not going to tell you guys about it yet. Um, but I think that it might conflict. I have to double check the dates. But And then Martha says, like, don't forget about the Ingebrigtsons. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's uh, not just brothers. It's a whole family. There's... The three brothers and then the sister, right? They're all good runners. So, mm. Jody Beck says, 
I did the Gold Coast double half marathon and marathon a couple of weeks ago in the Alpha Flies. It's the first super shoe I've run in. Can't believe how my legs have recovered so quickly. I mean, that's part of the magic of these shoes. Um, they're good. They're really fun to race in. Really great shoes to race in. But they're also just a lot of fun in terms of how quickly you're going to get back out there and running again. So very cool. All right. I think that's going to be a good place to leave it for today. We'll have one more day of live stream tomorrow, and then I'm going to head out to Eugene. So I'll see you guys then. Um, no video tomorrow. We posted one today about the Primax. So if you're interested in that one after 100 miles, go check it out. Uh, otherwise, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And in the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.